podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. She's got another one. Please, please. Go on, Dave. Go on. I've got injured. Isn't that a positive? (laughs) (laughs) I sell blue. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothbaum back in the chair. And out of the four City fans in the studio, only one of them could be bothered to make the short trip across the Pennines to Huddersfield on Saturday for our fifth round FA Cup tie. I'm looking forward to the excuses now. I suppose one had just returned from an exotic holiday, one is recovering from shoulder surgery, and the other just couldn't be asked. I'm the, I'm the last one there, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. you are the couldn't be asked. Yeah. I've been to Huddersfield before. I've watched this play there before. Have you? What, not to the John Smith Stadium? Yes. Have oh, you been there? I've for? been to the John Smith Stadium, and I, and I saw the 10-1. So I think my Huddersfield credentials are, uh, you know, established. Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll ex- we, we may return to your Huddersfield okay. credentials, but in the meantime, welcome to Andy Connell. Uh, and a warm welcome also to the wimp with a minor shoulder problem, Tony Murphy. Your, your excuse for not that, that short trip just across the Pennines, Murph, you couldn't be asked as well? Or, or is this shoulder still bothering you? Or? My only excuse is my son has his scholarship exams this week, so I was helping him study. That's and we watched it on telly. A very, very serious, very, very, very formal response to, to a very serious question. Indeed. So, and has he done his exams now? He's done these first three today, he's got three tomorrow and two on Wednesday. We wish him well, from everybody on the Man City Show, we, we, we wish him well. And uh, just back from her world tour, welcome back to Lisa Rabinowitz. You've been to all parts of the globe. Oh yes, all parts of the globe, just South Africa, but just South yes, Africa. all parts of the globe. Well, you're, 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 you're very welcome. Uh, can, you. can we start, uh, can we talk about Huddersfield? Because I think, you know, it, it's... Uh, I was hoping not to, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, to be fair, you started it, I think, you know, by saying you've been there. So the 10-1, we've got to talk about the 10-1, haven't we? Yes, yeah, we do. Because it wasn't know, quite 10-1 on Saturday. No, it was a very different game, wasn't it? And um, you know, the main thing I remember about the 10-1 Tell me. Was, was standing in the kickbacks and all behind me, all I could hear, as the 10th goal went in, whoever it was, David White, who... Tell me I'm wrong, but it was. I, we, haven't got Stato, we, haven't got Stato, we haven't got Stato here today. So well, he's running up to score that last goal. All you can hear behind me is swales out, swales out. <laughs> and like, season tickets getting ripped up. It was, it was a fabulous moment. You won't remember. You're too young to remember the 10 1, aren't you, Murph, of course? I do remember the 10 1. I, yeah. I watched it with pleasure. I, the one thing I can remember about it, obviously, watched it on telly. Yeah. But, uh, it's a certain theme for you this week, it, isn't it? There yeah. is, yeah. yeah. I, I remember it um, kicking all the other idiots off match of the day, so it was the first one to be shown. Yeah. As it should have been. Absolutely. Every week. We should be every week. I think, were we lost on this week? I didn't see it, actually. Were we, were we lost on this that week? We should have been. With nil-nil. I, nil. I didn't bother watching. No, exactly. Can I remember, a, do you remember Malcolm McDonald being interviewed after that game? No. It was a brilliant one, I thought. Cause he said, and he was Scot- Scotsman? Yeah, he was the manager of Huddersfield at the time. Oh, I see that, Malcolm and McDonald. He, right. he was furious. And they said, why, why are you so mad? He said, well, the sixth goal was clearly offside. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was <laughs> straight up. Fantastic. I was thinking Bobby McDonald for that's why when you said sorry. Right. As in striker from Newcastle United. Yeah. He yeah. he managed, he managed Huddersfield. Uh, Huddersfield, did he yeah. really? Well you learned this is an education tonight, isn't it? This. It's rare that you get that from me. I've got well from on the show generally it's rare. <laughs> but it's great. I I've I've tried to come up with some positives, Lisa Rabinowitz, from uh, Huddersfield nil, Manchester City nil. Uh, I've, I've got three or four written now. Can you think of any positives at all from from, from that particular game? Any anything you'd like to yes. add to my list? But you don't know what my list says. I don't know course. what your list says, but I suspect it includes we Bravo kept, kept a clean sheet That's and made one. a number of saves. They're, they're one and two mm. on my list. <laughs> Amazing! You are a mind reader. Um, 
Mm. Give someone else a chance. So you've got two. No, no. Hold it. Because Murph... She's got another one. Please, uh, please. Go on, please. Go Colour on. I've got injured. Isn't that a positive? I'm kidding. I'm actually kidding. He was awful. Mm. He was woeful. Uh, Murph, any positives at all from your, from your, from your couch? No. No. Andy Cole. Well, we're still in the cup, aren't we? Exactly. The magic of the cup. Exactly. The magic of the cup always took three days before an important Champions League game, apparently. <laughs> We've got a home tie now as well. Exactly. You, well, that's my list done now. That's, yeah. that's, that's the end of the show. Uh, a home tie against lower league opposition is our next game in the FA Cup, is what I've got written down yeah. here. Hopefully not yeah. our last, then. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? When you look forward and you look at all the teams that are in all the excitement and so on, I, I actually think that potentially in the last four, we've got the chance of the, the sort of top three teams in the country and Spurs. <laughs> you know, be, be, being the top, the final four. I yeah. You know, this Sutton United and who's the other non-league team? Is in Lincoln. It? That's them. That's going to be exciting. Lincoln Sutton. In the, can you see that in the semi, in the quarter final? No. It's, not it, it's one you turn up to watch, really, isn't it? You, you, even you, Murph, would get off your couch, turn the telly off, and, and turn up. Well, yeah. it would guarantee that one of them will go through and beat us in the next round, won't it? It's, you know, well, we wouldn't be drawn time. against them, so it wouldn't matter. Would no, it? exactly. <laughs> yeah. We get one of the top sides, wouldn't we? Yes. Um, in terms of, uh, do you want to talk about uh, Kolarov then? Because you, you you have to talk about him every week. So he, he did get a bit of a, an injury. Is he, is he out then for for, for Tuesday? Is I that, actually is that? don't know. I, I think the really bizarre thing about Kolarov seems to be that he is supposed to be a left back, but he is utterly atrocious as a left back and seems to be better as a centre back, which I don't quite understand. But that's where Guardiola plays him more frequently these days mm. and at left back I mean they were all awful really but he just showed me why I love him so much he does you didn't take him then on holiday with you clearly no 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 uh, what about Aguero then let's talk about some of those things that are in the news because clearly with the injury to Gabriel Jesus as we now know how to pronounce it uh it means that he's obviously guaranteed to start, uh, first start in a while, um, but doesn't seem to be fitting into the Pep way. Doesn't seem to be kind of working as hard as maybe you should. Would that be a, a fair assessment, Murph, from where you sit? I, I think so. If you were, you know, watching the game as we did closely, hoping that he would go out of his skin and get the hat trick that we all know is in him, but to the ball wasn't getting to him. Whether that's because there was no De Bruyne and no Silva. The second string midfield obviously couldn't work with him. Um, I think that situation normal on Tuesday night, we will see the ball get to him and we'll see a different player. He, he was feeding off scraps. I don't think you can judge him on that performance. I well, we don't need to judge him. We no, know what he's like. No, sure. Uh, and in, in the second half, he seemed to come a bit, bit deeper, actually, and actually started picking up the ball a bit and getting more involved because he wasn't actually getting much service. You've got to give credit to Huddersfield as well, I think, as well, for the way yeah, they, they played. They were organised. They were well organised. And, and like you said, in the second half, he came into it. It was a weird thing for me because it almost seemed like Delph was playing like a second striker, which he, he isn't. No. But at least there was someone there that he could play with a little bit. I, I really feel a bit sorry for Aguero. He shouldn't have been. I mean, in that game, if you're going to play a midfield lacking any kind of artistry, he's on his own. He's not the player he should be at, up the top of so, it. So what would you have done then, Andy? How would, how would you have set us up on Saturday then? What, what would you have done differently? <laughs> Maybe we needed one player with a bit of imagination in the middle. I mean, I know we had to, you know, it's a game before the Champions League and all the rest of it, but City without Silva to start with, you're always going to, it's not going to be fun. It's, you know, it's like, it's, it's an episode of Columbo before the murder takes place. You know, you're just sitting there waiting for magic to happen. Nothing happens. Yeah. And it just felt like that. It felt like there was nobody, not, you know, he, we give him so much praise 
and there are other players who are very good, but I think he's the thing that makes City look like City. And you take that out, and it was always going to be a slog. You watch 10 minutes of it, you know yeah. that maybe we'll scrape one, maybe we won't, but it's going to be a slog. And he, unfortunately, he didn't. I think he played the right team, honestly, with the Champions League coming up. Yeah. I think he had to do that. I mean, I've just found another, on that note, I found another positive sort of hidden at the bottom that Yaya, Silva, Sterling all got a rest as well, I suppose, which is a complete rest. <laughs> didn't play any, didn't play at all. You, your view, you've not been on for a couple of weeks because you've been on your world tour. Uh, you, your thoughts on Aguero? Because the things have happened since you've been on. I just wonder what, what thoughts you've had, Lisa. Yeah, I, and I listened to everyone else's thoughts as well. Um, I totally gutted that. Jesus, Jesus has been injured because I think he has been so far what I've seen of him he looks like the missing piece in Pep's puzzle and I I know that I'm going to get a lot of stick for saying this about Aguero but I just don't think he fits into the system as well I'm not judging him on the Huddersfield game because he didn't have um, the support he would normally have from midfield and on that note I would probably have played Garcia I think if you're starting with Fernando, Fernandinho and Delph, you could afford to lose one of those and start with Garcia, who has not, not done anything wrong when he has played. And he was on the bench, of course. Yeah. So um, and then we may have had a bit more creativity there. But I think, I suspect, and I'll probably be, he'll go and score a hat-trick now tomorrow, which is fine, I don't care if I'm wrong, <laughs> but I wouldn't be at all surprised if you see a similar kind of performance from Aguero and then the second half you'll see the same thing again because Guardiola will have a go at him for not doing what he's asking him to do, which is going, is, is he which is working harder. Is he capable of doing Because he hasn't got many choices. But the other ones are, and we've talked about this, I think, before, sort of Nolito, potentially, uh, who, as I said many times, wears number nine and could potentially play at number nine. Yeah. Uh, the other one, of course, is Kelechi. Hinacho, who's not yet the finished article, as we've no. often said. So, so he hasn't got much choice, really, has he? But I, I think, and I, I can't remember, I think it might have been Dave who said it last week, Guardiola doesn't care whether he's got a striker, like an out-and-out striker on the pitch. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play any of them. I mean, Nolito actually possibly might fit into that a bit better, because, I mean, he was awful against Huddersfield. Mm, but, but And the other thing I would say about all of this is that it's, I feel it's unfair to judge a lot of these players. I think we were terrible, but most of them haven't played mm. for, like, for any meaningful amount of time for a long... And I don't think there are many players who you can put into a team... Expect to perf- and expect them to perform, even if it is lower league opposition. It's not. It's third in the championship, and I know they made a lot of changes, but there aren't many players who will just walk into a team having not played for the past four weeks and perform wonderfully and have us going. Oh, don't bother with De Bruyne anymore. Let's play Navas. I mean, you know, it's it's not. It, it's unlikely to happen, and I, I I think I'm not entirely surprised with the outcome of the the match on at the weekend as a result of that any other thoughts on, on positives Merce, before we move on to your list of negatives because there must have been a few I guess sitting there I, I suppose the one thing that we have to give credit to is the way Huddersfield played I thought they were prepared to do that <laughs> <laughs> well you just sit this one out then Andy for a second okay? let, let Murph have his moment then oh, and, Andy doesn't want to play that, that that's game fine. But, he doesn't but, want to play we no, didn't play very well no. so that's some sort of, I, I think if if you look at the way they played and the way they pressed us, look at some of the teams in the Premiership that we've played against. You know, they would be more than a match for your Palaces, your Sunderlands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So credit to them. We had an off day. I think that uh, us having two off days, if we're going to have one, I'd rather it was this one than on Tuesday. But, but giving you your opportunity then, Andy, not wanting to talk about them, we, we should be going to Huddersfield, making the changes that they made. We don't, the last thing we want is a replay. Where they, you know, we're in three competitions. We should be beating them, shouldn't we, Huddersfield? 
Surely. Yeah, of course we should. Of course we should. And it would have taken one moment and we beat them 1-0 and we think, well, that was a canny bit of, you know, eight players rested all the good ones, you know, the better ones, let's say. And he didn't come off. And I think, the, you know, the pitch was poor. He's, he, did, he obviously didn't want to play anybody who was going to pick up an injury on that pitch, you know. And it's a difficult one because his priority, we know, his priority is tomorrow, is Tuesday night. Yeah. Has to be. And this, all I would have done is I would have rested Aguero. I would have put, I would put Kalechi in. You would, I would have played the same team with him in and, and hope for the best because it's because he'd work it, work his socks off and, and with he's a player who would work in that team. It's a workmanlike yeah. team, so yeah. we'll have a guy who will do that. I mean, you know, honestly, the bigger thing with me, I think the last time we did the show, we were laughing about oh Aguero and the press saying Aguero, it's time to move on. I think we're all starting to see that's a possibility now, and yeah. the reasons why it is because I hate to see this. I hate to see him working for the team or feeling you know this new Aguero where he runs however many kilometres to show his, he works for the team. Stand him up there, scare the hell out of them, and let him, like an Elke used to, remember when an Elke used to play in it, and he would go into some sort of zen-like state and just wander like he was dead until the ball came near him and then he would just disappeared. He never, he never helped out. He never came back and helped out. And I know that the, the pep game is we all must work for the team now. And I think with a player like Aguero, he's not that. So is your view that the, sort of the end is nigh and, he, and he's on his way? I hate way? to think it, but... If, if he wants to play that game, you, we, we can't have a player like that. It's so is that what you're saying? So your, your, your view would be with your magic magic crystal ball that you reckon I think it so. could be the beginning of the I think it's fairly end. clear. Yeah. He's, trying to make, he's trying to make a Ferrari into someone to go and do the big shop. And that's not what you do with a player like that. You, know, you accept that that's not the, that's not the car you want. <laughs> Get yeah. something with a bit more... Oh, that metaphor doesn't go anywhere, but you know what I, know, I mean. I know. <laughs> so it, the, the, we, let's spend some time on Aguero because... I think we're all, and Lisa made the point as well, that potentially this could well be the beginning of the end. He's got to be one of the greatest at City. Is he, is he, the, let's, is he the best player you, you've ever seen play? You're probably too young to remember Colin Bell. I, I remember seeing bits and pieces of mm. Colin Bell, but I wouldn't compare Colin Bell with Aguero. I'd be looking at Bell and Silva. Yeah. But Aguero as a striker, yeah. You know, tell me who's better. I can't think of anyone. Yeah. Just throwing a slight tweak on it. The one thing about that pitch on Saturday... I think they played rugby league on it two, three days earlier. Yeah, well, the line, it, was, the it was a mess still, was in a the mess. middle. You could see. The number of times balls were overhit, mm. it wasn't going through as they expected it. That must have been a major effect. And with what you said, Lisa, these people haven't played for a long time and you put them onto a cabbage patch, mm. they're not going to be super, are they? Aguero's gone, Lisa. That's it. Say your farewells. Get, you get, heard get, it here first. Yeah, get your thank you cards out. Oh. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, but I thought that a long time ago, when we knew Pep was coming, I was like, I think there's going to be a lot of changes that a lot of people aren't going to be very happy with. And my list was Hart, Aguero and company, dare I say it, mm. very quietly. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily far from what's actually going to be the case by the start of next season. But we'll look, I don't think it's going to be a shortage of people who'd want Aguero. Sure. But um, Will you stay in England? I don't think I we'd sell him so. to an English club. No. We're not that stupid, are we? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Who knows? Uh, can I just talk about company as well? Because that was the big disappointing bit for me, sort of sort of travelling over the Pennines. We were all talking about the fact that, uh, you know, company, the perfect game for him to yeah. get 90 minutes on his belt. Then we suddenly heard kind of on, on the trip over 
that uh, clearly picked up another injury and and, and not even travelled. So uh, and not, it, it, uh, apparently not ready for the Champions League game no. either. So exactly. So I mean, this he's, he's, he's finished. And I hate to say it because you talk about you know the best striker. <laughs> we may have a bit more of a competition about one of the best centre backs, but certainly up there, I'm sure, we, we, in all our reckonings with uh, well, with yeah. the great George Heslop. If Bob if Rob, <laughs> if Rob Barons was here, he'd be he'd be shouting for George Heslop at this point. You remember George Heslop? He's in the Heslop uh, Morrison tradition, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, Vinny, looks though he's also... Uh, it's, it's, I, I think sadly. we all know that's probably on the cards the way things have been, or the way things have not been going. You know, he's, he, he should have been... Just like you said, that's a perfect game. Yeah. You know, you come in, you look good, you wander around, control the game. And for him not to be ready for that, I don't know... Well, let's just, you know, we can't do anything for the time being anyway. We can't get anyone in, so... You know, we, we, I think we're wishing for something that's not going to happen, basically. All right. Well, listen, let's take a quick break, and we'll talk about the Champions League straight after this. Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film, and gaming news, all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? I well, no. That's that's the acting. From behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back. Let's look forward then to the Champions League, which is Tuesday night at the at the Etihad against Monaco. So, so Murph, kick us off on this one. Then you uh, you'll be looking forward to this from your sofa. Absolutely. Um, there's been a couple of good results this week when you look at it, and uh, as long as we're not another of those results that you don't want to look at if you're a home supporter. And it just for our listeners who maybe aren't quite as up to speed with you, you're referring to uh, Barcelona, possibly a hey, Barcelona who is it four nil. 4-0, oh, they've got to turn around, and uh, the Londoners, who've got a 5-1 demolition to try and escape from, which I don't think they will. No. But, uh, but Monaco are no mugs. I, mean, I think I said last week, because I'm not sure if it's just the poor league they're playing in, or whether they're actually a decent side. I don't know. We haven't got any of our European experts, particularly around the table today, other than... Well, you. they're ahead of PSG, aren't they? And PSG looked not too shabby. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. No. So, uh, I don't know how, what the depth of the league is like. That's the problem, isn't it? And, and they're the biggest, the highest scorers in Europe, aren't they? Apparently? Exactly. They're knocking them in for fun. Yeah. But then I think Falcao... I don't know. I've, I've seen a few seasons of Falcao. I know it was the Premier League, but... He didn't look like much to me. I can't see how that transformation has happened. But he scored 19 in yeah. 25 or oh. something. I mean, that's not bad. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to be positive. Frightening. <laughs> but if Kolarov's back, he'll mark him out oh, of the game, won't yeah, he? I mean, so super, sorted, super Kolarov, yeah. Exactly, obviously. sorted. Sorted. Yeah. And Prince made in heaven. So what, what are you looking forward to in particular then, Lisa? Um, in terms of sort of lineup and team changes, I guess our number one keeper will come back in. I'm sure that uh, we've had our cup keeper made a couple of saves and kept a clean sheet, so he'll be dropped for our. Uh... I don't know. It's still a cup. Mm. <laughs> mm, that's why I'm asking the question. Yeah, I don't know. What do you um, think? I wouldn't be surprised if he keeps Bravo in. Really? I think he'll put Caballero back in, but I, I just don't. You don't know what he's going to do at the moment. But Bravo kept a clean sheet and made a few saves, and maybe thinks that's sufficient for him to put him back in. Um, 
I don't think it's going to make anyone very happy. Before you carry on, just let's stick with with the keeper. Okay, we we don't know, do we? We're sitting here, you know, the day before the the game. Andy, what, stick or twist? He, he says he's, he's picking him on the day, and for me, he, Willie has to play. Surely, doesn't he? Well, I think so. But he's, as Lisa rightly says, it's a cup competition, and does he does he use? Uh, I mean, the, the thing that in the defensive Bravo, I thought I thought his for the first time in that Huddersfield game, I started to see a little bit of his distribution. He, he pinged quite a couple mm, of nice mm, long balls, you he know, did. that were uh, impressive, yep. and he and he made a save that basically came straight towards him. So <laughs> it was that's, still to be fair. you know still positive. <laughs> it is Murph, Willie or I think he's or Bravo Willie. Mm. You know, he brought him in Bravo in for one game. Didn't do anything wrong, didn't have a lot to do, to be honest. And what's he got to do? What sort of side do you think he's going to pick? How do you think he's going to set himself up? We know that company's injured. We believe that Lisa's fiancé is also potentially injured as well. Um, what other sort of thoughts have you got at the, at the back four? Could we just clarify who Lisa's fiancé might be? Uh, Alexandra Kolarov. Oh, Kolarov. But isn't Cleese possibly... What, her fiancé? Oh, I thought, I thought Cliche was her fiancé. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> definitely Kolarov. Uh, Cliche injured... Well, who are we going to play then? I'd rather have Kolarov. And I mean, I know I'm... George, George Heslock, maybe. Across the George table. Heslock. Heslock won't be... Not, not this kind of game. No? No, not for him. Pitch is too big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go on, who are we going with then? I, I'd go with Kolarov. And I think he will, because I think he likes Kolarov. And I know exactly... I know all of the reservations that we have of Kolarov. And I agree with you. I think he's, something about him in his central uh, role is slightly more convincing. You know the thing I miss about Kolarov, and he did it once against Huddersfield. He ran up the side and he played that Kolarov ball. Mm-hmm. And you just thought, left that's footed, a goal. Left footed. Every time he puts that ball in, it's a goal. And why Aguero is not on the front post of that, I don't understand. Because you know, if Kolarov's there, he's going to play that ball. And he wasn't there. And, uh, yeah, but his job is to defend, isn't it? First and foremost, and you know, and he, the number allegedly. of times well, allegedly—that's his job. I'm not saying he's doing it. And the number of times he also gave the ball away. I mean, it's just—it's yeah. just in a, in a pep side. It's he, just, does that, it, he does that diagonal one brilliantly, though. It's that one diagonal ball from halfway in his own half to halfway in their half. That yeah. works well if you're winning. Yeah. if you're on the front foot. All right, I'm losing this colour. <laughs> I think you are. But the problem we've got at left back is that neither option is wonderful. No. Like, I mean, and that's being polite. Yeah. So, I mean, and I've never had a problem with Clichy, but he's just, you just don't know what you, sometimes he's great and other times he's so bad, he makes Kolarov look good. So what would you do? Because it's easy for us to sit here and criticise and say, well, they're not good enough and our back four is a problem and they're too old and and it's going to take a few transfer windows to get it sorted. We know all of that stuff. So what would you do? So, so let's, you know, let's be pep. You're sitting there in your office and you've got a choice now to pick your side. So that's what we're here for. We need to pick this side. I think he's going to be far more concerned with how much we go forward and how quickly we go forward than is with the defence and I think that's the only way we're going to proceed pr- progress in the in the competition because and, and that's why the, the home match is really critical so I think we need to, to put a front, few pa- yeah well it's kind of well I, I, I assume it'll be Aguero I'm not convinced it will be but let's say Aguero and then the rest is pretty easy the, th- the three that we know and love sort well, of the four yeah Silva De Bruyne Sterling Sané yeah yeah Okay, so you're still so you're so okay. Lisa's avoiding the the defence issue. Do you want mm. to try and pick it up then, Murph, and help her out here? She's obviously had a long holiday and she's not quite got her head around the defence yet. So let's help her out here. Well, you'd like to think he might do the Stones Otamendi, but is he going to throw Fernandinho back in there again as another option? Is Yaya going to play? Is he registered? 
Yes. Yeah, he is. Yes, 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 yes. Just yep. clarify that. No, I should no, have known that. No, 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 he is. Yep. I mean, what are their wing backs like? What are, who have they got? Quite impressive. Have they got anyone with any pace? Well, they're scoring goals, aren't they? I mean, that's, that's scoring the Scoring goals, but. But I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if maybe we didn't see Aguero and the four I just mentioned plus Torre and Fernandinho well, feature. A false nine. I, I think it's a possibility. Mm. But it's a big call. Yeah, well, we'll see. Well, He's done it before. He maybe has. not at home, but they have got quite attacking wing backs apparently, haven't they? Because I've been reading up and that Irish lad looks good. Yes, Bern- Bernard O'Silva. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think his dad's Irish. I don't, yeah. think, he, I don't think he's Irish, is he? I no, think. but what, what about... If he, he played Fernandinho on the left, didn't he? Mm. Uh, yeah, recently. He I'm thinking, he I wonder if he's thinking, we haven't got any cover on the left. Mm. Desperate, you know, it's desperate times. I don't think he looked great, though, to me. I also think it's, it's a complete it, waste of Fernandinho. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, then the week before he played him, sort of right half. It's well, almost... He's like he's got the... Um, if he's not careful, he's going to be the ma- he's going to have the Maidley problem, the Paul Maidley problem, the utility player, the utility player who you know. James you think he's got a bag of balls in the dressing room, and you go in and pick well, out your number for the day. Fernandinho should play in the Fernandinho position, shouldn't he? But the last few weeks, he's been sort of filling in where we're weak, and you end up with a sort of Phil Jones who's kind of mediocre in many different roles and never finds his you know a very high quality yeah. Phil Jones. My mind is wandering onto City utility players now. You see. <laughs> yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting to scribble here. So, oh, yeah. so, so it was Paul Power, but he was a bit of a utility player, wasn't he? Well, he only because he was the same thing. He was a bad fullback, and we yeah. shoved him in exactly. a various sort of fewer places. Tony yeah. Towers. Ah. Who? Tony, uh, exactly. Hey, I'm, looking, I'm looking yeah. at Andy here now. So, not, no. Would you say he was yeah. a utility Because he, he didn't sort of play in one position. Anything with hour in it, really. That was a, that was a, we like those players. Power <laughs> and Towers, that's yeah. it. And they, you, you can play anywhere. Tower of Power. Exactly. Yeah. The utility player, the old utility player. Don't, they don't call them utility players anymore. No. Why not? Call them James Milner now. Yeah. Well, there's a, a James Actually, Milner. Perfect example. Another, what, but they're not called utility players. Yeah, no. but they, they, use it, they use him as an example. Oh, he's a bit like a James Milner type of player. Yeah. So uh, my <laughs> question is, why are the, why they're not called utility players? I, I need to know this. <laughs> so listen, get in touch uh, on Twitter. It's at City Podcast <laughs> or on Facebook. Um, so why are they not called utility players anymore? The James Milners, the Tony Towers, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Fernandinho. Now? Well, he, he, that's why I'm saying he's the classic one, and it seem, it, his his versatility seems to be, you know, it's making him suffer now because he should walk straight in, back into the Fernandinho role without any messing. Don't start playing him in various places, but uh, we'll see. I mean, certainly that that left side, if they've watched any of us this season, yeah. they're yeah. going to have a go down there, aren't they? So, what's going to happen then? Do you reckon? Um, what would you, what would you be happy win. with? So you'd be happy with a squeaky win, kind of. I mean, one or two nil would be awesome. Keeping that sort of away clean sheet, but clean sheet, and I'm not, no, we'll score more than them. But it's just trying to keep that zero in that box, and I'm I'm not uh, overly convinced at the moment. Mm. I want to be, but I'm yeah. not. I think we're all all the same, aren't we? That's, uh, that's kind Can't of concede. That's the thing, and I think mm. we know that we're very capable of conceding, and they're apparently very capable of scoring. So it's you know recipe for time. disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what, let's just look forward again for kind of rest of uh, rest of the season then, and uh, with potentially in three competitions. And Pep's talking down the Premier League, uh, the FA Cup. We know who we've got in the next round if we beat uh, the mighty Huddersfield on a decent pitch, uh, a decent ground. Uh, we go away to Middlesbrough, for those who haven't heard. Bit of a bogey team, actually, aren't they, Murph? In, in, in the past, we've sort of come a cropper against them once or twice. It's not... Uh, you not said about a lot of teams. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's think positive. Come on. <laughs> that came out of the hat. I was happy. It could have been yeah. Sutton on the all-weather. Mm. That's true. 
absolutely. Uh, and then we got the Champions League. So, so realistically, Andy, are we, are we kind of... Oh, you come to me for realistically. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're our utility man around the table. So. I, I, th- I think we'll advance in the Champions League. And I still haven't discounted. I know I'm a figure of fun about this, but I haven't discounted <laughs> this in the Premier League. I haven't. Eight points. Yeah. Still got to play them, haven't Well, we? you know, Costa has yet to have his you know, red rage and get sent off. Yeah. And uh, if Conte gets injured, that's the, a shell of a team. Yeah. You know, they've, got, they've gone, they're finished. Yeah. And David Luiz will have a David Luiz moment. It's all yeah. ready for Hopefully us. against us. Yeah. <laughs> He's already done that. Well, he, didn't get, he got away with it mm. <laughs> against Indeed. us. Indeed. Uh, he reckons that Andy Connell reckons we're going to win the league. No, you didn't say I know you didn't say that. No, I'm happy to be... I'm I say it's down the... to us and Chelsea. Yeah, with them to... having probably the edge at the moment. I think if Jesus hadn't got injured, I would have I would have been really quite confident. Really? But now, I, I, think it that, I think really do think he's made that much of a difference. But the way it is now, I think we could finish anywhere from second to sixth. Mm. So I... I I'm I'm not convinced. I'm I'm not completely discounting it. I'd like to to see if I see an improvement in Aguero over the next game or two. But I I just as in that sounds ridiculous. See an improvement in in him in the team and the system as it works, as opposed to him as a player. I would just like to clarify that the the day I said that was the day after the West Ham game. Mm. So just yeah, but you just said it again now. (laughs) I'm not even drunk now. But but I, I still feel like we could win the Champions League. Yeah. Now people are going to think I'm insane for saying that. Well, he's insane for saying we're going to win the Premier League. You're insane for saying... We've all got Mer- for Mer- Cup, Mer- Mer- Cup and that's it. We've got all three. Sorted. I, I, I don't know what... It, why, I, I think, why are you insane? Why would people call you insane? It does seem a little bit ridiculous. Why? If I think we might finish sixth in the Premier League, but I think we could win the Champions League. That so sounds city, a bit though, crazy. Bar- Barcelona look as though they're not going to, not going to progress. Yeah, clearly Bayern Munich aren't no slouches. (laughs) Yeah, Leicester, that could be amusing. Um, I I just feel... They beat us easy. I think the... the, Well, yeah, if we come up against Leicester in the Champions League, we're in trouble. (laughs) But otherwise, um, I I feel like our style suits the Champions League better than it suits either of the other competitions. And on one-off games or... No, it's not one-off, two-leg games. I just Mm. feel like that suits us better at the moment. Murph? Yeah. I'm just thinking back to something, you know, you're talking about if Aguero plays or how many goals and how many games this year? 18 in 30 or something? And mm. you're questioning him? I'm not, I'm not questioning him. I just think as we look, I just feel we look a lot better as a team and all the rest works better when he's not there. And I know it's incredibly controversial and I know he will still score goals, but will he be scoring a goal when we're losing 3-1 or will he be scoring a goal when we're winning 4-0? That's. Uh, I think it's potentially that different. to get them when we're winning. <laughs> mm. uh, Sorry look, to cut across. No, you no. Look, it's <laughs> it's far. I, look, these one of these situations. I'm perfectly happy to be completely wrong about. I just was really, really disappointed to see Jesus get injured because mm. I just feel he made such a huge change to the way we were playing. Joking apart, Murph, you, you're not really going for the FA Cup, are you? Just to sort of complete the picture. I just wanted to complete this. No, circle, fine. That's just what I thought. But, but but giving you a chance to come back and sort of talk about those three competitions before we close. Any thoughts yourself in terms of our realistic chance of winning? Any is actually the FA Cup probably the one actually that we've probably got more chance of winning than the others, or, or not necessarily? Well, we need Chelsea to slip up. Yes, you were right. We've got a game against them, so the six pointer, whatever you want to call it. Um, are they realistically going to lose three games between now and the end? We're not without the injuries we've talked about, I don't think. So 
I think we are looking at second for the league and it's a lottery because there's uh, two or three other potentials, although I do rate us above them. Champions League, I agree with Lisa, yeah. Why not? You know, it's we've got probably the leakiest defence that's left, but we've got the best strike force if Barcelona are no longer going to come to the table. Why not? Well, that's an exciting end to uh, to this week's podcast. A huge thank you to my three guests, to Tony Murphy, to Andy Connell, and to Lisa Rabinowitz. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at the whistleblowers.net and it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one Sports Social Podcast Network